You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Fellas, I'm ready to get up and do my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Yeah. Moving, doing it, you know. Yeah. Can I count it off? Yeah. One, two, three, four. Get up, get on up. Get up, get on up. Stay on the scene. Get on up, like a sex machine. Get on up. Get up, get on up. Get up, get on up. Stay on the scene. Get on up, like a sex machine. Get on up. Get up, get on up. Stay on the scene. Good morning to you folks in Doraville. Oh, Doraville. Yeah. At the end of the martyr line. That's that's a shame right there. That statement right there is a shame. That's where After it is. all that's, this time and shit. That's where it is. And it got to go Right there at the end. There. 285, right there at the end. And uh, a lot of stuff happened there. Uh, third, third Rail Studio. There's a studio there now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a lot happening. That's where Shambly, all the power is. Shambly and everything. So I mean, you right there, there. Where you been? Me. Um, where you? You ain't. You ain't asked nobody. Could you go no place? Yeah, I had to come in here and talk soccer for four hours yesterday because of you. Good for you. <laughs> you made up for the last four years. <laughs> but, yeah, but more than that. <laughs> a lot more than that. But I listen. I learned some things. Yeah, man. And, and I brought up some. Well, you some had past the source. Memories. You had the source. Jason Longshore. Want to yeah. thank him yeah, for man. sitting in. You will. You will be hearing more of him when it comes to our show. He's. Be, you know, he's like the first off the bench. He's our he's our sixth man of the year. Absolutely. And Absolutely. He's, he's coming in here. But yesterday was uh was interesting. There were some things that you know, he, he said some things to me as we talked about, I mean, from one end to the other, soccer. Obviously a lot of it's been on Atlanta United and they're getting ready to start their season. But he would say some things that brought up memories. And I brought up a name yesterday that actually impressed him. Because we, <laughs> we were talking about, uh, well, my, we had a poll question yesterday. You weren't here for that. And, and it was on the heels of what happened this past week with uh, not just Brady, but I had, um, I had one of those losses that take you back to when you were a kid. So my original Mount Rushmore, if you will, from Chicago, the last member passed. Okay. Well, actually not the last member because there's one more on there. But my, because it ain't about the best player. It's like your first, your early remembrances of the people yep. who were great when you yep. started following sports. Mm-hmm. Did I ever tell you what my Chicago Hall of Fame is this? It's um, Banks, Gail Sayers, mm-hmm. Dick Butkus, and Bobby Hull. Okay. Right? Okay. Okay. That's a good one, right? Understand it. And for Chicago, absolutely. And so Bobby Hull passed this past week. Right. Now, and he's one of those people you have to kind of qualify a lot because he was such a so-and-so yeah. to people yeah. and his family. 
And but like, there was the greatness that people couldn't ignore. Exactly. Yeah. And and we always talk about this with, with, with great athletes, performers. They ascended to that level because of that personality that's kind of prickly. And so now when they when they're not doing it anymore and they just have to go out in society and you know that little trait of theirs doesn't go away, they have a hard time, you know, bonding with people. Now some people know how to make that adjustment, some right. don't. Right. But you know, so we talked about that yesterday. We had a poll question and we put it out there uh, on the heels of something else that you and I talked about with Eric last week. Okay. And I sent you that text just to kind of rub it in a little bit. Like you're giving me a hard time about soccer. Well, I continued talking about officiating. Ah. It wasn't just the LeBron. We talked about the LeBron thing, but then there were those NFL bad calls and so on and so forth. So the poll question was this yesterday, and I'll give you a chance to chime in on a couple of things we talked about because you weren't here. I said that not necessarily in my lifetime, but let's just say I was to live another 40 years. Would I see technology fully officiating a professional sport? In this country, yeah, I remember you said that last week. Right, but I, I wanted to put it like that and put it out there. And we gave we gave folks the three sports, not all four of them. We did that and and, and other because Jason and I felt like soccer could be thrown in there, tennis, which is pretty much already run by technology with Cyclops or whatever the new version of it is called. Uh, the line calls are all when it's close, they use the replay. Okay, yeah. that yeah. that sport uses it more than pretty much. Well, any. they they they've done it. They, they are the. Um to me, they're the gold standard because they exactly. get it to the point that the fans actually participate in it. I love it. You know? <laughs> I love it. And so it's, it's been accepted by the players, but it's become a thing that the fans actually look forward to. So, yeah. So baseball, basketball, football, or other, those were the sports, and you could imagine which one won. Or you can just take a guess. Which one do you think? And it was a landslide in the voting yesterday. for the poll Which question. one that would become? That would be fully officiated by technology, say, like in four, by 40 years from now. Even though we qualified it saying there's got to be at least one dude on the field for those. And I, and I was trying to figure out, should it be an ump? Should it be just a roving regular ump like behind the, the infield? I, I don't know. But balls and strikes and everything else called by technology. And baseball was the sport. Baseball, yeah, but I would think people might, might say that. But you still got to have some human element at, the, at there. You, you do, you know. How do you uh, know? You just, Why, you just now you think about it, but we don't know what that's going to look like in forty. If it, if it is forty years from now, we have no idea what that is going to look like. I, as we sit here right now, I agree with you. There might probably be a need for one person, but what would they be calling? Eric had mentioned close plays. Oh yeah, at the at the play. Close plays. Who's going to? You know, I, I mean. You got things going down the foul line, you know, home runs. If things hit above a line, unless you're going to, like, put something, a sensor or something a in laser, the wall. Yeah, a laser, a sensor. But I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> you know, people, how many times have we seen that it hit above the line, that it hit below the line at the top of a on top of a fence or a wall? Right. You get a home run, do you get a double, what do you get? So, I mean, that's something else I think, you know, that's we'll have to have a, a human, you know, aspect. All right, well, anyway, that's what, a little bit of yesterday. We'll get into more stuff from yesterday. Yeah. But welcome back, man. Hey, man. You were gone. We're, at some point during the show, we're going to talk about where you were. We okay. just say that you were on assignment. Because <laughs> right? uh, you don't get a chance to say that that yeah. much, right? So when I'm gone, you just say, well, Greg's on assignment. Yeah. Uh, you know, Sam was on assignment. On assignment. And, and uh, you have come back at a good time. We're going to have our friend Kyle Sandy come on here. Uh, not sure the actual time. Still working on see if we can move Kyle back just a little bit. But yeah, otherwise, it may working. be late in the 6 o'clock hour. Or early in the seven o'clock hour. Um, again, we're going to talk about what uh, you went through, but we are going to talk a lot of NBA. 
Yeah. And yep. what's been going on lately? Well, we're going to talk about our Hawks. For people who missed it last <laughs> night, uh, Nuggets get the Hawks 128 108. Uh, Trey Young did not play, set the game out. Second game of a, a back to back. And so, um, you know, what, we were two and two on this road yep. trip. Yep. And we'll be got another stop with New Orleans. I think that's the next one coming up. Uh, I like the way this team has played on this trip, and we'll get into it. Um, you know, DeJounte Murray was more, but once again, just like in Portland, you got this one player who just went off. And last night, Jamal Murray with 41 points. Um, it happened earlier in the week when they, the first game on the road trip up at Portland, and Dane Lillard just was out of his mind. Uh, but other than that, to me, the team has played better, and I'm going to get into why I think they're, they're, they're playing a little bit better uh, because of something that everybody was uh, shut out of. All right. Well, yeah, ooh, we'll that's a very good team. You know, that's so uh, very good. I think that lights a fire. Uh, right. I hope well, so. Anyway. No, 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 no. All right. All right. Don't yeah, say nothing more. Yeah. Eric said something about that yesterday too. We we we, we went off on that. So that's the same, along those same lines. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't normally get into this, and it's a conversation a lot of people use. You know, that bucket list, your Mount Rushmore, or whatever. But there's an event going on today, and it's new, bright, and shiny, and it is something that I wouldn't mind going to, and it's the Classic Coliseum. And, you know, if you had you asked me today which one I would prefer going to, Daytona 500 or this Clash of the Coliseum, I'd pick Coliseum. You think so? I, abs- I personally would because to see that in that space and knowing what else took place there, uh, just for me, it'd be, you know, it'd be kind of cool. They're actually going to have a Southern Cal band. Next to be is this, is this, this stadium, right? <laughs> yep. They're going to do national anthem today. <laughs> They're going to come out there, them uh, Spartacus outfits. I want to say Spartacus, Trojans. Uh, and, the, you know, in those uh, Ben-Hur outfits that they march around in. And Look, we, we got to do something, you and I. What's that? We got about a week left to make this thing in Chicago happen. You know I, what I'm saying? I, I forwarded you an email. You I know you forwarded me. I'm saying, yeah. no, but all this information is one thing. No, we got to pull the trigger. Yeah. We got to make a call. We got to get somebody on the phone. Now, you have a greater... <laughs> Uh, stable of people who could actually put this together and, and, and get us there that would do it for you before they do it for me. I'll be honest with you. Well, we're, My favor is if I called them in after I got the favor, somebody would say something like, and one day, and hopefully that day will never come, you <laughs> will be asked to perform a service for us. You know, I, that's what's going to happen to me. Oh, no, don't do that. So man. we got to get, we got to get, I'm telling you, hotel rooms, because oh. once that first race happened after today, it's, everybody starts. Everybody starts it. looking down the, down the schedule. Well, I'm going here, and you know that's going to be an attractive location in July, early July. Please. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's going to be great. It's going to be a lot of fun. So as people are slowly talking about it. I saw some, you know, emails are starting to fly around, and people are talking about it. So we'll see what we're going to do, man. Because I really want to be there. So you mentioned basketball. We're going to have Terrell Thomas. He's going to join us coming up in the eight o'clock hour. And believe it or not, we are going to talk a little baseball. Okay. Later on in the show. Yeah, absolutely. Some things have been going on, Some and, and, and Sam's got some stuff. See, what, he, he, like myself, when we miss a show, we got all this stuff we won't get off our chest. <laughs> Haven't had a chance to talk about it. So I'm going to let you just go in some respects today because I know you had some things built up with you. The other thing is I didn't get to yesterday. Uh-oh. And, and what was just left. What, you know, that? some of my insignificant information. But yesterday I had some things that happened. I really wanted to mention. Okay. Rosa Parks' birthday was yesterday. Ah. I wanted to make sure, and I didn't get a chance to okay. say that. Okay. So that was one of them. Um, OJ. Yesterday was the day that OJ was found liable in the civil trial. Civil trial. Okay. That came down yesterday. Yesterday was the day that Mark Zuckerberg launched Facebook. 
from his from his Harvard dorm or wherever it was in 2004. Uh, again, just some stuff here, and I want to leave you with this because we are as we get into this um, our day where we're we're um, we're just gonna have some good music here today too. Okay, right? but you know what I heard? And I didn't think about this, and my friend who is crazy about jazz. He don't care about nothing else. You know, like we talked to Deshaun, who, by the way, joined us yesterday. He don't care about the Super Bowl. He don't care about football. It's all about hooping with him. Basketball, that's it. And this is what this guy did. But he mentioned a name. He invoked the name yesterday that I would be the last person that I would think he would want to talk about as far as drumming and how he was impressed. And then I went and read something from somebody else, and these other drummers have said, yeah. I, I completely slept on that. You would never think that about this person, but they had some chops, and they played their you-know-what off, and we never saw it. You know how they were talking about? Mm-hmm. Karen Carpenter. You know, yeah. Had you ever heard that before? Uh, yeah. She, she's, uh, she was a monster, man. Mm-hmm. Go look at some old YouTube of Karen Carpenter. I'm not just about you banging went, around. I mean, you didn't think so because if you remember her voice, and the songs that they sang. Yeah, it was popcorn. Yeah, and yeah, Saturday right. You know, it could real kind yeah. of sappy stuff. But, but, um, but, yes. Yeah, she she had some classical and some jazz yeah. chops growing up. And her, I mean, her brother was classically trained pianist. Mm-hmm. But we never, people never saw her really play. And hardcore musicians have come out and talked about her playing. So anyway, I went and bopped around and saw some YouTube stuff, and I sat there with my mouth open. Couldn't believe, couldn't believe it. It's Karen Carpenter up here, sounding, sounding like Buddy Rich. <laughs> Sam and yeah. Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game. I've seen some of that. <laughs> Dot com. Want to let you about, we talked about this earlier, the Hawks going to be at, um, in New Orleans. That is Tuesday night. If you can't get in front of a TV, you can hear the game right here. 7 o'clock pregame, tip at 7.30. And Thursday, they're going to be here with the Suns. Okay. Home game. Yeah. Again. You got the you got the Suns. Well, first of all, let's go back. Tuesday. They're quickly coming back with the Suns because they just saw them. Exactly. At Phoenix. You got you got Tuesday night Pelicans. You got Thursday night Suns. You got next Saturday, all everything leading up to Super Bowl Sunday, but Hawks and Spurs Saturday night. All okay. those games. You can't get in front of a TV. You can hear right here. Sports Radio 929 the game, 929 thegame.com. Um but you you made it back. Everything worked out okay yesterday? It's good. Very good. All right. Very good. Drove back and on the way back made my made my Bucky stop. I saw that you sent me that picture. Yeah. <laughs> did you get did you get that that, that brisket sandwich? Uh, yeah, I did. <sighs> you love brisket more than me. I clean, mean it's okay, but it clean ain't... clean bathrooms and nice nice gas price. Gas is like uh like two ninety six. Was it really? Yeah, it's under three bucks. So yeah, man, Bucky's. It's the happiest people call it Disney World the happiest place to you walk in that place, everybody's smiling. Just the happiest, just, just the happiest fucking people buying stuff they had no business. They, buying stuff they had no idea they were going to buy. You know what I mean? He's walking, oh, yeah, you came through the door, you know you're going to buy this stuff. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Bucky. Yeah. All right, Sam and I, we're just getting started on this Sunday morning. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports 
Sports Radio 929thegame929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this uh, this Sunday morning. And, and listen, I cannot wait for 55 degrees. I know that sounds crazy. <laughs> it's, uh, it's on the I, way. It's on the way this week. I just week. needed to get over 50. Yeah. And I know we're spoiled down here. Yeah. But this past week was just. It was. And, and the thing of it is we get, we get to see the sun a little bit because we hadn't seen the sun much. I was supposed to Really, see. since going back to the holidays. I, I was supposed to get a picture taken. Okay. And this last week, you know, some more pictures and couldn't do it because of the yeah. rain. Yeah. Hey, man, yeah. let me ask you a question. We ain't going to do a deep dive into this. We, you were gone yesterday because I would have asked you then. What did you think about that spy satellite? <laughs> Remember, I told you that was my. That they was, said, what, well, the satellite is just a balloon, it right? It was a that, balloon. That's that right. It blew off course. That satellite. That's what we've been it saying. Was, it was a spy satellite. It was two, What's Jer- a unique it way was of two Jerome Bettises, the size of two or three Jerome Bettises, and that thing was floating around. So yesterday, we had our story of the week. You weren't here, and actually that picture made me think. We'll get into basketball in a second, but do you you want to save your story of the week? Well, it has to do with basketball. All right. Well, then the it's, floor is it's yours. It's just the whole thing with it's the, the whole mess with Kyrie Irving. Oh. You know, it's back, it's, it's back again. It rears his ugly head once again. And um, and he did it while Kevin Durant was out. That's That was the punk side of it. You know, but, and the thing, well, the other part of it is, you know, if he's saying that, you know that his agent, whatever, has got like four or five deals lined up for him. Sure enough, yeah, they're about four or five deals waiting. So we see you know, what, what what happens. But you know, if he goes, you know, okay, that that puts that clears away for the Hawks to move up move up to me. Right. Yep. Exactly. That, so that's how I look at it. And as long as one of those places they want to deal him, it ain't here. Ain't go wherever. It seems like he's headed out west. So um, you know, go out there and 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 play on a team out there. But I, you know, I. It reminds me of the words of uh, Mike Singletary. <laughs> I know what you're gonna say. Can't win with, him. can't win. You know what I mean? That's, that's what that's. Can't what win is. with him. Can't win without. <laughs> you know what or, I mean? Can't win. Can't, what was it? He said something like three, four times that it was. Yeah. Can't win know. with him. It was something else. But I mean, you know, that's that's. Yeah. Do, do I question his talent? No. Talent is 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 wonderful. You know, brilliant person. You know, you, you listen to him and you talk everything. Um, just you know, phenomenal talent. But commitment, man, you know, and so that's that's that, that that's it's the thing. The color of the again. sky and the world of people who make thirty five, thirty eight million dollars in a calendar year is different than you and I, yep. and the people who go and support that team. It yeah. just is, yeah. And it's really some sort of unique color when you have always thought that you were the smartest person in every room you've walked into, yeah, too. Yeah. He got that thing about him that makes him believe he's smarter than everybody else. Yeah. Well, but, but that, too. And and this, that, and also you're in a league or that, that kind of lends itself to that. If you want to, you know, but nobody wants to keep a guy on a team that ain't happy in the NBA. No. So if you, you want to get moved, people are gonna people going to move you and get you to wherever you, you think you want to be, you know. And how do you feel about that in the NBA? Versus people who have tried it, some successfully, some not so successful in the NFL. Yeah. And do it, there are times when you like to see these guys being empowered the way they are, but then there are times where you say they, it, it just seems like they're being a bit short-sighted. Yeah. Is that a fair way to put it? A, a, a bit, but it makes sense to them. Yeah, well, and, again, and, 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 and they ball. can pick up the phone and, they, they, you know, the agent, the managers or whatever can make it happen, you know. And that's it. And the fans have to adjust. You just went out and spent money for that jersey. Oh well, you know you can keep wearing the jersey if you want. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a, you know because now because now the league is getting ready. 
to make him, you know, with something else. And people will go to the website and, and buy it. The merchandising thing that nobody nobody loses as far as that goes, right? So yeah, and I just again, God bless him. Do you know? Do what he wants to do, and he is. He's he's that player, player that makes you want to tune in and watch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. So I mean, the curious will tune in. They're saying that that the Lakers could be a possible landing spot. Obviously, you know. It's, let, let's see how that's all orchestrated. Do you believe they, that there's some conspiracy behind that? Let's just get that out of the way. I don't. I don't think you do, but maybe you do. I haven't talked to you about this. Do you think that there's some, some, some inner workings going on behind the scenes that with his plane will land in Los Angeles for one, one of one for, for either place, for Clippers or Lakers? I think they're both in in game. I think that's where I think that's where he heads. Hmm. So we'll see see what happens with that. You know, he still only got one basketball. But you know, hey, you know, go 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 out there and see, man. You know, if you think it's gonna be better for you out there, our team last night, like I said, the Hawks fell to the Nuggets, uh, one twenty eight, one oh one oh eight, and you know, he had some people that had some good performances last night. You didn't get, you know, he had no Trey Young. He was out, and hopefully he's back uh, for the last game of this road trip down in New Orleans. They'll be happy to have him back. Um, so the bench got to work out, and Bogey didn't have a great night from the field. Four for ten. You, you, you've, if Trey is out, you got to get more from him. You got the double double from Capella, which usually is a, to me, is always say a key to victory for the Hawks team. He had twelve points, eleven rebounds. That's good things. John Collins, and I don't know if he's getting nervous because he's getting closer to his trade right. deadline or whatnot, and it's bugging him a little bit. But I mean, thirty minutes and uh, three for five from the field, six points, four rebounds. You know, so I mean, I'm, I'm sure he's planning on doing this part to play some great defense. You know last night, but you really wanted to see more point production, offense production from him in the game, and we didn't get it. And, uh, you know, when you're going up against, you know, the Nuggets, you know you got to deal with Jokic. And and he had a decent game, 14 points. He, it wasn't like he was out there killing you. And 14 points and, and um, well, he had 18 rebounds. And that's the other thing. I mean, he had triple-double and 10 assists. Right. You got a guy that size that can do all those things for you, and all he was doing was feeding Jamal Murray. To your point about John Collins, though, I don't – think he's looking over his shoulder this year because it was he was so like he had his bags packed he was at the he he was calling uber last year this was supposed to happen then and so all the emotions that you know you're here you're leaving then what am I going to do all of that was run through the ringer last year so while he still may be part part of a trade this year he's just going to go out and do what he does because he's already been through it so whatever may or may not happen this year, I don't think it's it's causing any sort of effect to his game because he's been there, done that. Yeah. And he's going to do – and by the way, it helps wherever he's going to land or the possibilities of being someplace where he might get a chip if he continues to play hard. You don't want to be that dude who brings an attitude to the games because you've been hearing, ah, you might get traded. Well, they ain't going to trade you to Minnesota. They're going to, you know, they're going to trade you to a contender. Although I haven't checked. Well, right? you haven't checked to see, right? You yeah, know what I mean? Look, look that, that might not be a bad spot for yeah. him. But, but but Murray got the job done last night. Yeah, they're sitting in seventh. Yeah, okay. for, for 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 the Nuggets. And uh, after the game, and Coach Nate had this to say about it. Yeah, I thought Murray was really good uh, tonight, being really aggressive, uh, attacking our defense uh, in transition as well as uh, in the uh, half court, uh, and just you know just making us pay. Um, you know, I thought they did a good job of making us earn everything that we got. And that was the case. 15 of 24 from the field, uh, 7 of 12 from three. I mean, everything he threw up found, found you know, found his way through uh, last night. Just one of those guys who's just out of his mind shooting 
Uh, you get that some nights, and they got it last night from him. How do they pick themselves up? I don't know about you, Greg. I think, you know, I like how this team is playing. I don't know if they're going to get a, a trade at the trade deadline. I don't know what's going to happen with that. But I think the thing that happened, I hope, that lights the fire to this team is the fact that the team got completely shut out of the All-Star game. You know, that, that nobody would. And, and well, people, it was and, only one person who but, you just figured well, that's just though, but, but you know what, though? But if, if he gets locked out, I hope the whole team takes notice that, that this is how folks feel about y'all. You know, you're underachieving. First half of the season, you've been an underachieving team. For the players that you have and what we saw you guys do a couple of years ago, you you know, you 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 everybody got nice long-term contracts. You know, everybody got a nice whole lot of money. You talked about the, you know, what the difference that makes. Right. And if it gets them back to where they were this time two years ago, mentally and emotionally, feeling disrespected and puts a chip on the shoulder, and you know what I mean, and it gives them that, that good. I say good, you know. Sometimes you need something to make you look in the mirror and, and look at yourselves, right. not just at one person, but collectively. Uh, but like I, like I said last week, uh, Coach, Coach Nader started to use the word and the term sacrifice. And that's a term that he used a lot two years ago. And actually, you know, obviously. Well, when, kind of, when he was on the bench coaching? Or no, when, when, he, when, he, when he assumed the when role. When he took it over, okay. He, he used that term quite a bit. He's using that term again. And my thing was what took him so long? Because I'll that's tell what, you what the team needs, needs, needs to hear. I will answer that question. In my, from my seat, I think the hunger's gone. I think they showed what they could do. They didn't have the right leader. They have leaders. You can call whoever you want to on the team a leader. They didn't have the right leader. Who could tell the star player or the guy who's going to be next as far as the bright, shiny light in this league? Hey, this is the way you get to that next level. It won't happen as fast as you would like it. But we're ascending in a way that we didn't expect. So let's let's focus on what we need to do next. And and however the message is delivered, it's delivered by somebody who has the respect of the locker room and not necessarily always the coach. So I believe that voice is not in place, but I also believe the hunger is gone because of exactly what you said. They all got nice big contracts. Yeah. Well, that's like and I that's said, fine because you right. you earned it. You are you you earned that. You Absolutely. earned that. But 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 also you were ahead of schedule. You're a little ahead of schedule. Yeah. And the thing of it is take a page from what the Braves did. The Braves were ahead of schedule and say, okay, but we're here now. We're not going to go back, right? right? Can, you, can you bottle that up and, and apply this to the Hawks situation? Yeah, a couple of years ago, you are ahead of schedule. You know, how do you, how do you recoup that? Well, maybe by getting this chip put on your shoulder, by getting everybody locked out of the All-Star game, you know, maybe that does a little something gets your attention that people feel like you guys are a bunch of underachievers right now. And so, you know, you come back to moving the ball, playing some things differently offensively, get more touches for everybody. Your coach is saying, hey, look, somebody's got to sacrifice because we got a lot of people on this team who do the same thing. Right. You know when to step back and, and build up the others. And so that's the thing you hope this team does down the stretch. Will they make a deal? Either we're looking at this road trip. I don't know if this says we stick with everybody or make a deal to get that voice. Right. You know, because I think about the past carnation of this team that had the young players, the Joe Johnsons, the the, the, the uh the, the, the Josh Smith and, and those people back then, and Mike Bibby came in. Right. And Mike Bibby was that voice. And they all those guys are grown up watching him play in Sacramento. What's the difference? And they, they, you know, what's, what's the difference? There was a star. There was not a superstar True. on that team. True. But, I mean, he came along and he got their attention. He walked into the huddle, walked into the locker room. The guys shut up and they listened to him. Mm-hmm. 
So do you bring somebody of that ilk? And I don't know who that person would be. That's the that would see. That's the question. Yeah. Is who is the superstar going to acquiesce to, and who is he going to put his ego, his want? Again, you go back to the gold standard story for something like this, and it's it could be applied to the Hawks. It could be applied to you. Pick the team and you pick the sport. You have a superstar on your team who has set the world and the league on fire. Okay, and the analogy is well, we saw this before. And that superstar listened to his coach and decided, okay, I'm not. I know I can win the scoring title every year, but I'm not going to do it. I'm going to try and fit my way into this. What they call it? What y'all call triangle offense? Okay, I'll do that. Let's see what happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I don't know that that was. I don't know that that was Phil Jackson. I think that was Tex Winter. So maybe it's an assistant coach who gets to Trey. Maybe it's somebody who Nate brings in who he goes. I know this. He'll listen to this dude. Maybe a young. Assistant coach, I don't know. Trey's been, what year is this in the league for him? What, four, fifth? Four, fifth? Okay. I'm, I'm just trying to think if there's somebody who actually played that he witnessed, who was on the court at the same time when he came into the league. I don't know. I'm reaching. But as you said, the, the, the head-scratching thing is when you have that player. That's how you put it. Yeah. That player sometimes can, can, can you know, upset it, the apple it, cart it, it, in it, a way. It doesn't have to be the same position. It, you're, I see you're somebody who's been in the room. Absolutely, that, that, yeah. That people respect. Look, we, 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 with the audible we wanted to call for 640, yeah. it's come through. So we're gonna, we're, he's going to be joining us at 7 o'clock? Yeah, 7, 740. That's be I mean, Kyle 720, Sands. 720. Kyle Sands. So we're going to talk about where, where you were yesterday okay. and, and, and the things surrounding that and some other stuff that we haven't even thought of yet. It's <laughs> just getting started on this Sunday morning. It's Sam and Greg. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com, and take us with you on the Odyssey app. Working through some issues here this morning. We don't need the music. We got Sam back in town. Right? You here. Huh? Yeah, what, no, no, no. What? You're back, and that's all it's in the You're going to blame that on me? What, no, what? I didn't blame nothing on you. I'm saying you're back. We don't need those other little things. Okay. Because at the end of the day, we're coming on, and we're just talking, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where were you yesterday? Uh, I, I, <laughs> see, see that, that's, that's terrible, man. <laughs> all, right, all right, I'll do it properly. Coming up at the top of the hour, we're going to let Mr. Crenshaw let you know what's going on locally. Uh, friend of the show, uh, you know, high school uh, basketball is going on throughout the state. We're going uh, we have time for region tournaments. The yeah, region man. tournaments are here. They're going to start this weekend. Kyle Sanders is going to join us at 720 to get us set. Listen, um, we, we, we could say this whole 7 o'clock hour is local. It, it, it basically is touching on things and people locally. Now, we got Kyle Sandy because we were supposed to have him in the 6 o'clock hour. He's graciously moved. So he's going to join us in 7. You're going to let everybody know what's going on at 7 o'clock. I hear music. Uh, okay, yeah, I got it fixed. Uh, okay, thank you. <laughs> and, and then um, you're going to remind people about Alicia Park. Yeah. And you need to let folks know who she is. Moreover, the journey she has just taken. Yeah. And why we're bringing her name up at this particular time of the morning on this day. So that is coming up later on in the hour. But I would like you, or in the 7 o'clock hour, I would like you, Mr. Crenshaw, to tell everybody where you were yesterday because I, I, I think it's – you can talk about it twice as far as I'm concerned. But no. Congratulations to family, but yeah. tell everybody where you were yeah. yesterday. I was down in, um, in, um, in, in Oxford, Mississippi. I was down there with my family on the wife's side of the family, and uh, they did something pretty amazing, uh, named the section of the state highway. 
uh, in honor of my of, of my father in law, and uh, yes, passed away and years back. And uh, he did a lot in the community. Um, was just a community servant, a leader, educator. Um, was in a lot of a lot of the things you see around that city now. Which you know, since the pandemic, I hadn't even been over to, to, to visit. So I got a chance to go over and uh, and see some of the things that are going on there. And so it was tremendous to see the community and people come out and support and just to uh, to see them honored that way. So what was this? Was the name of the town again? Oxford. Oxford. That's what so, and, I didn't go over to Lane Kiffin's house. That's where Ole Miss. That's, that's where Ole Miss is. That's, I know. That's I just wanted Mississippi. to say it again there. Yeah. Um, I wasn't going to go over and. Well, you could have. I could have. I don't know if he'd let me in. Well, he got no problem with you. We got no problem with Lane Kiffin. This is new <laughs> offensive coordinator who came from that that other joint. Uh, that we we might have something to say, but he's escaped. He's got he's gotten out of Shawshank. So he's having himself a wonderful time over there in Mississippi. Um, yeah, but, this uh, is, this is so. What did he do other than help shine a light on the city and and, and work help to, to the betterment of others in that town? Yeah, and. I mean, worked his, worked in, in in education really. I mean, that's that's part of family has been involved in education going back several generations um, in that area. That's pretty so, good. Man. Uh, so that's, that's, everybody knows when you somebody in your family is taught everybody. Is <laughs> 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 there not? It's nobody that you don't know, right? Right. So, right. so uh, yeah. So he so. could have got some done. He could have got some stuff done for folks back in the day. Oh he, yeah, he was that person to know. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. What so it NASCAR was NASCAR uh, connections? We need somebody to hook us up in Chicago. In Chicago, yeah. oh, but if it was happening down in Oxford, it <laughs> 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 get, get, get y'all straight. But it was nice driving, and they've done some things to the interstate going down. So that that the, the trip is is a quicker trip than it used to be. What so you mean? Before, just you know, some parts, some sections of the interstate have been changed during the course time of the pandemic, right? Okay. You know, so it's just like it, just like coming down through downtown Atlanta. When, when did that get here? Well, you were staying at home, all, all hunkered in. They were still building stuff, right? You, yeah, you used to tell me how you guys used to come in here on um, before I twenty. What was it you said on forty one? No, uh, no. seventy eight. Seventy eight. Seventy eight was brought you from Alabama over here. It's Highway seventy eight, just like he's going out to Stone Mountain. Uh, that was the two lane that you had to take um, from uh, from Birmingham to Atlanta. It took you all day to get here, man. I don't. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> I believe it's, it. It's, it's two hour trip now, depending if you see the Alabama State Troopers. <laughs> Sam Gray, Sports Radio, 92.9thegame.com. You know, Mr. Crenshaw, yeah. on this date, on this date, 1977, Ooh. you know who made his boxing debut? Professional boxing debut on this date, 77. So if this is professional, I'm going to give you hints right up. Uh, I'm going to walk you right up. Um, somebody that was on the 7016. There you go. So I'm trying to think that 7016 – Pretty talented. Well, this that that seventy six team, this member used to bring his family with him into the ring. Into the ring. He used to bring his family. He used to bring a family member with him into the ring with every one of his fights, at least on the amateur side. When especially when America was watching. Okay. Okay. Sugar okay. Ray Leonard, man, he used to tape a picture of his kid to his socks. I thought you were talking about no, but there's a, there was more than that. I'm talking about real life family members. Okay, no, I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about no, but because I I had a chance to uh, to go train with him. Well, well, not train with him, but cover him training for the Hagler fight. He trained okay. down at Hilton Head. Okay, and I went down, and that was he really brought a surprising. family member into the you, ring. You no, know, not only family member. That was the, that was part of his whole crew. His brother was a part of his training. Uh, but again, they weren't in the no, ring. But, they were training him. Yeah, but they <laughs> no, it's no, it's it's. Is um well then would ring there, but that's what I'm saying. But his brother would be in the corner. I got it. He brought his son 
well, the, the picture, picture, the picture into the ring. That the was picture. the way I, I, yeah. I put that like that. Yeah. Because that was America was introduced to him, 76 Olympics, and then we got introduced to his son. Then he did all those Sprite commercials or whatever commercials yeah. for that drink. And where did he have his first professional fight? That's what you're sitting there for, right? That's well, well that, that's his homeboy. That's right. Well, that's that's Maryland's finest right I, there. I was, getting, I was teeing that up. Yeah. See, everybody jumps on my punchlines yeah, there. I'm trying to give y'all a little ease into it. Where was that first fight? His first professional fight. Was it in Baltimore or, I mean. Yeah, y'all, y'all go in a crow, but you don't know the facts yet. Yes, it was okay. at the Civic Center. Wow. I was getting to that. And that thing's still open. Really? That's where the CIAA tournament now is. It, in, in at the Civic. They, it's changed names about 20 times, of course. Okay. But the okay. same building still open. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's, that's Maryland's extra, number one son, Sugar Ray. Extra but, credit, you want to guess who he fought? I, what is the question? Who his who his first professional um, fight was against? Glass Jar Joe. I don't know. I don't know. What Glass it was, Jar man. Joe. Yeah. Glass Jar. It was Glass on. A, it was Joe. on ABC. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was a guy named Louis Vega, Louis as opposed Vega. to Mambo Number Five, dude. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But that was at the Civic Center. I thought that up there. But it was a, it was all family. His father prepared his meals oh, for him. Oh, I believe you. Yeah, his yeah. Dad, his dad. I mean, his dad was his cook, and I didn't realize that from going back to his you know you know youth boxing days up until he you know won a championship. His dad was the person that prepared his meals for him. So it was a, really was a family family uh, family operation. And here's my question, and I don't mean to trip over this because I'm trying to figure out how this happened. But was it that Sugar Ray Leonard? No, I think it was the other way around. Otis Nixon, did he marry Sugar Ray's first wife? Juanita. And, yeah. Juanita. I believe you believe so, yeah. Okay, because it wasn't Sugar Ray marrying Otis Nixon's first no, wife. I no. don't think he had two wives, but I just remember that Otis Nixon, Sugar Ray Leonard yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, Sam and Greg Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Again, we're going to get into this um, top of the 7 o'clock hour and talk uh, about what's going on locally here. Kyle Sandy is going to join us, but during the break, Every once in a while, the show that we do between segments is as not as informative as informidable. Is that the right word? Informidable? Yeah, it is today. Okay. That's a word today. Yeah, is that a word? That's a word today. All right, Don King. All right, Don King. You know what I'm mean. you know right here inv- inventing words. <laughs> <laughs> it's a word today. For 24 hours, informidable is you know what I'm talking about. Right. Anyway, you say some things that are informative. You say some things that are funny. We both say some things. We crack each other up, and then there are times we say some stuff that makes the other person's mouth go agog. And when it comes to Atlanta history, you usually are the person who says something that has my mouth open. Every once in a while, I come up with something. By the way, I was on North Decatur Road this past week, and I was going out there by what used to be the softball country club, and you told me I couldn't get there, and we had a whole thing about this last week. But I was there this week, and um, I was right. Yeah, I just want to say that. Okay. So you were and you were right. Okay. That's but you were talking about um, as we were watching TV, there was a shot of downtown, and there was a, a segment on the Georgian Terrace Hotel. Right. 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 And that took you to a story about the Fox Theater. Well, would and, you and, share and, that and, with and, everybody? And, I didn't and, know this. and today we talk about the surcharges on tickets as we took as everybody throws rocks at Ticketmaster. Right. Uh, right. And, and so we were first introduced to that, you know, here in Atlanta back in the 70s. There, there, there was practically a wrecking ball hanging over the Fox Theater one time. At one point, at one point it seems like every building that was of a certain age in downtown was getting knocked down. And all of the glass stuff you see, how are we going to knock that one down? Call Portman. 
You know, maybe put himself. <laughs> right, call John Portman. Natalie and, knocks and, down buildings? Huh? Never mind. No, John Portman. Okay, sorry. John Portman. Okay. His name is on the street. He's most of the glass buildings you see down the street. He's the person who designed them. He's a Georgia Tech alum. Um, yeah. So it's, I, it's I a, absolutely a, a, understand why okay. that happened. Why okay. that happened, though. Okay. But go but, ahead but, but no, because because when you go to other major cities, you see the old buildings that have been protected and preserved. Some in, in some in a lot of places. A lot of places, you know, lot of places not. Will, will not touch their buildings, huh. and so a lot of buildings from I guess the part where Peachtree kind of splits. Um, Right around Baker, right there where you had a okay. split. You know what I mean? That, that, that's where a lot of stuff changed. And that's like kind of the end of that certain section right there, the the Hyatt, you know, going. Then you go back toward town. Those, but going north, right. a lot of things. And the Lowe's Grand was down in that area. Right. Lowe's Grand yeah. burned. Lowe's Grand is a famous theater where Gone that's with where the Wind. That's where the Gone with the Wind premiere was. Premiered, right. Okay. It burned and they never put it back. Why is that? I don't, you know, I, you know, I don't know why. I, I, I forget when, the when reason why they did it. Or decade did it burn? Down? It was in the seventies. It, it was. was in, it was in the seventies, and, and but I never understood why they didn't build it back. Uh, but it was almost like people said, "All right, good, we can build another one, glass, something, something another glass building, right?" I'm okay. So then that's I why I got down to to the, the Fox. They were trying to decide whether or not they were going to because it was kind of falling in disrepair, and they were talking about actually destroying. If you go in a Fox theater, how much would it cost to rebuild that place today? You know what I mean? The the place and all the well, different yeah, different areas yeah. for the things that it's used for. You know the Egyptian ballroom and all that. You know, so so I mean that was it. But they ended up having something to save the fox, and it was a surcharge on tickets. Mm-hmm. And as we talk about Ticketmaster this week, and, yep, and, and, yep, and the yep. fact was this: that is when we were introduced to that, and um, you know it became something. And okay, the fox got saved, but we didn't stop having a surcharge on the ticket price. <laughs> That's called business. It's, it's, it's called business. It's kind of like, like the toll gate on 400. So we're going to have this toll gate for a few years, and then we, then we raise this money. Away. And no, and no, we made a just, whole lot more money than we <laughs> planned on. And where'd that money go? I don't uh, know. I have no idea, right? Yeah. You know, and so they, uh, the, the, the. Hamana, 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 hamana. Right. But that but see, was something we want to do for the Fox. It's, it's all city, back man. in like 74, uh, Moving House Disrepair was. And so Southern Bell, of course moved their building adjacent to it. I think that's what they were going to replace. They were going to put the Southern Bell building or the Bell South building where the Fox Theater was. Right. But they ended up putting it behind it. And so they saved the Fox. But we still got the, the surcharge on that. I'm surprised. And we got the surcharge of tickets for everything. I'm surprised that that Lowe's Theater wasn't rebuilt. I and am. I'll tell you why. Because, A, this was, you said, 74? Yep. This was a year after the Georgia film office opened. So heat of the night. There had been some productions being shot here. Mm-hmm. People were being a bit short-sighted. And the one person, I ain't going to say much about him because he actually started it. But there was possibility it could have brought got done a lot easier than, you know, than other administrations. But Jimmy Carter was the dude who was running the state then. He hadn't been elected a president yet. He was the governor, and he's the one who started the Georgia Film Office. Uh, so maybe he could have pushed to get that restored. Historic, restored. Exactly. But then yeah. he put his, you know, he threw his hat in the ring two years later, and we know how that all focused on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I was when you said that, I was thinking, hang on a second. You had the guy who was running the state started the film office. He could have dipped down there and got something done. Yeah. Anyway, uh, appreciate that story. We're going to talk more. 
about some stuff going on here locally up next. Sam's going to let you know about what's going on as far as events with some of these programs. We talked a lot about Kennesaw State yesterday. Kyle Sandy's going to come on here. High school basketball throughout the state and a very special segment about one of our own who left the Aussie Open, jumped on a plane, came here, went to Krispy Kreme, and then took off again. And what she's doing over in Europe right now, Mr. Crenshaw wants to talk about. We are moving into the 7 o'clock hour. Thanks for making us a part of your Sunday morning. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.